0: Hey, where are you going? I gotta get home. America, it's time to come home. It's time to come home. By bringing common sense back into the nonsense. Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where America comes home. Get on home. Down this dirt road, you're going to find determination and grit, opinions that matter, and a big ol' helping of good discernment. And now, the woman that wishes the D.C. occupiers would stop making her use her mom voice.
1: Do not make me come down there. Here's
0: your host and the voice of common sense, Beth Ann.
2: And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. You know, I was just reminded, we're going on May, May 2nd. will be thirteen. And we'll be heading in on the 14th year of CSC Talk Radio. Uh, we are currently at over three thousand, three thousand three hundred twenty-one shows. And I was telling somebody that last year when we had our birthday, and they kind of laughed at me, said, we never thought you'd last a year. Well, financially, I probably shouldn't have. <laughs> I should have given it up a long time ago. But we are still here, and I want to thank you, for those who do send donations in once in a while, I was telling Rudy we don't get as many as we used to, but I don't like asking. I just don't like asking. Uh This year's starting out pretty rough, so if you have it, we'll take it, but I'm going to talk about some things that make me believe none of us have it, and that's because we have inflation. So I do understand that, and... um just pray for us as we make phone calls and try to, to get some more advertisers in here and sponsors. Because it's a tough sell. It really is a tough sell. Why? Because I tell the truth. I'm not owned by anybody. So I'm a little independent gal. We're going to go to the Lord in prayer. And then we're going to talk about the title of the show today is Falling on Deaf Ears. Have you ever felt like you've been talking to somebody and it's just like you're talking to a brick wall? You just falls on deaf ears. I kind of see our government that way. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we we praise you for the beautiful day that we have today. Here we are in February. I know it's not global warming. I know it's just a gift from you. We have sunshine. Last week we had snow. Today we have sunshine and a little bit warmer weather. We're not ready to go till the garden up just yet. Father, we thank you for those blessings for that sunshine, because it gives us encouragement. It gives us energy, such as your son. Thank you for your love and your grace and your mercy and your forgiveness. You made a plan in the Garden of Eden, knowing that your children would fail you, (laughs) that we were incapable and you made a plan for our salvation. And I don't think that we will ever understand the full sacrifice that was made. We're entering into the what we call in the Christian realm is the Easter season. Where we remember those last weeks and days of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Father, years have gone past. Your children still believe. But I feel we are weak because we have lacked, we haven't been feeding ourselves with your word as we should. We haven't been staying connected with you in prayer as we should, as individuals. Father, we take it all for granted. Sometimes I feel like all we do is play church. Many of our believers in early days, and even today in other, sta- in other countries, suffer great sacrifices, torture, and death. We have it easy here in America, but we see the persecution rising. The anger against Christians rising. Why? You said they hate us because they hated you first. You See truth to a liar is painful. So, Father, help us to stand on your truth. Help us to be courageous and bold. Protect us in these days. Protect President Donald J. Trump. Keep him safe, Father. Keep his family safe. Be with his attorneys and his lawyers and all those who are counseling him. Give them wisdom that only comes from you, Father. And I pray that you will continue to reveal the corruption and thin the herd (laughs) so we can help bring America home, not for America, but to glorify you, Father. May it all be focused on you. For such a time as this, I pray in Jesus' name, amen. It's so, Falling on deaf ears. There exists stubborn people in the world. You can share the truth. You can talk until you're red in the face. You can present the facts until the cows come home. <laughs> but they simply will not heed what you are saying. Now, those people exist. We all have family members that are like them, like that, and we still love them. We still love them. <clears throat> but the world of politics, policies, and government, in that world, I believe they really know the facts. And I, I believe they hear the words of we the people, but I believe our words fall on deaf ears. How can they hear and be deaf? Well, they're ignoring it. That's why. They don't care what you think or what your needs are or my needs are. I cannot give them the benefit of stubbornness, but I will call them all, the most of them, corrupt in their decisions and their dealings and Rudy's going to love it because I haven't been putting it in for a long time, but they are D.C. occupiers, occupying offices and cutting deals. He's doing a little dance over there. You see, these deals have little to nothing to do with who you and I or how you and I live. Us mere Americans, us little peasants, the basket of deplorables, irredeemable deplorables. We are absolutely nothing to these jehus in D.C. So what prompted this? Well, I'll tell you here in just a few minutes. But the GOP senators passed. They're sending another $61 billion bill to the House for Ukraine. There were a few Republicans filibustering, but their words fell on deaf ears to their fellow Republicans and... The Dems seem to be a lost cause, don't they? Well, there were three on the Democrat side that voted with the few Republicans. This is such a cat and mouse game, and it is going to absolutely destroy America. It is that true, or is that their true and ultimate goal, these globalists? Because that's what they are. I don't want to see innocent people murdered in the wars in Ukraine or in Israel, but that is what war is. But I don't want to see that. Nobody wants to see that. I don't want to see these babies killed in abortion clinics either, but it just keeps happening. However, our government is not trying to end these wars. Our government is feeding them. So we send money to Ukraine. We send money to Israel. We send money to Iran. We send money to... Which gets filtered into Hamas. So Hamas keeps attacking Israel. Do you realize this attack on Israel? How horrible it was? But up until then, they are constantly being bombarded. Bombed. Missiles are constantly going into Israel. It's it's a daily occurrence like we have tornado drills here in the spring. They constantly are in war. How would you love to live like that? You keep trying to commune with the enemy, and the enemy just keeps killing you. Attacking. Breaking. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Deaf ears, that's what we're talking about today. And we will be right back.
0: Hear ye, hear ye, read all about it. The American Crisis Continues. In her new book, The American Crisis Continues, Beth Ann elaborates on the crises America faces today. Invasion at the border, insurrections, lawlessness, climate change, and the cry for democracy. These are the times that try men's souls. Thomas Paine's words continue to speak to Americans today we the people once again find ourselves under tyranny. In The American Crisis Continues, you'll glean wisdom from our founding fathers and an understanding why belief in Creator God is the foundation of this nation. Liberty is always in the hands of the people, but first it must be a longing and a lust within their hearts. The American Crisis Continues is a must-read. Order your copy today at csctalkradio.com. Or Amazon.com.
2: And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. So I also have you know, want to know if you've noticed that there's lots of money in DC politics. Billionaires on both sides of the aisle of the established government are spending money to save their democracy and make sure the American people's republic is never restored. Have you noticed that? We're going to talk about that a little bit today, too. We're going to talk about inflation. Whose fault is inflation? We all see it. We all feel it. But the big ears in D.C. are deaf to it. Forty. $428 billion worth of death. We're going to talk about that, too. We, the people, must absolutely force ourselves to recognize the corruption of this two-party monopoly system. It's an oligarchy. Oh, how they love their power. Hopefully, the truth of things is not falling on deaf ears of we the people. In order to restore our republic, we must admit we are in a war. We must hear the evil. We must see the evil, as ugly and horrific as it is. And we must speak to the evil, against the evil. And that's the only way that we're going to be able to bring America home, and that's to hit it head on. So there were several senators that stayed up all night in a final attempt to stop the $61 billion more for Ukraine bill. It says uh, tw- It's it still failed, 22 to 49. Republicans actually went with the... uh Vote of the Democrats, 70 to 29. So, it says, Tell Congress to stop the Biden administration from funding wars in Ukraine and Israel. Note from this, this is from the LifeSite News. Now, several Republican senators did engage in a marathon of speeches and and last-ditch effort to stop this. One of those was Rand Paul. Senator Rand Paul said, Open the champagne. Pop the cork. The Senate Democrat leader and Republican leader are in on their way to Kiev. To Kiev. Always want to put a little extra in there because it's about the southern side. The bulk of the $95 billion foreign aid package has $61 billion going to Ukraine. Yeah, and I don't think any of us are really, well, we are opposed to it. We're going to talk about that. But it's not the money so much as the the fact that they do nothing for Americans, but they send it all overseas. And it's also the fact that there's no accountability. We know that they lost a billion (laughs) dollars. What's one billion when you've sent, you know, over a hundred billion there? You know, what is it? Well, it's a lot of money to the American people. Who's paying this bill? Who are the ones that are experiencing Inflation and empty shelves in the in the grocery stores. No, they're not as empty as they were, but you could still see they're not full. They're not. High gas prices. We're the ones paying for this. But money, there's also money then going to Israel and help to fight um, and to to what. Taiwan, excuse me. He says they've got $60 billion that they're bringing. He says he's talking about Mitt and Schumer. they actually, he's pretending they're actually taking this over there themselves. I don't know if it would be on a cash and a pallet or if they're taking the money, just taking the money to Kiev. They didn't really have much time, really, no time and no money to do anything about our border. Paul said, "A literal invasion is coming across our border. Eight hundred thousand people came illegally just in last month, and all they had time to do in the Senate was get money, get the cash pallets ready, load the planes, and get the champagne ready to fly to Kiev. It said the speeches kept on till six thirty in the morning. I'm trying to figure out why they only went till 6.30 in the morning. That was Tuesday, when 22 of the 49 Republicans joined the Democrats to approve the foreign aid package. It says two Democrats, Senator Jeffrey Merkley of Oregon and Peter Welsh of Vermont, voted against the package, as did Senator Bernie Sanders. He caucuses with the Democrats, but he's really considered an independent. Josh Hawley says, my goodness, we have m- enough money to make hundreds of billions, millions of dollars available to the private sector in Ukraine. He says, we are now literally funding their businesses, their banks, and Lord knows what else. We've got money without end. We've got enough money to pay for Ukrainian bureaucrats' salaries. We've got enough money to pay for Ukrainian government officials' pensions. We've got enough money for so-called humanitarian aid that keeps, that gets funneled away from and siphoned off into any manner of corrupt uses. We just, we don't know because we don't have any special inspector general to oversee this money. Now, Let me stop right there and say one thing. None of these senators or representatives that keep voting this money to go somewhere else ever give up their benefits. They never give up their salaries. They never give up anything. It is we the people that give it up. So while I like Josh Hawley, (laughs) let me just say, when we give all those billions of dollars away, he doesn't lose his pension. He doesn't miss his salary. Now, he voted against it. I like Josh but our government officials never do without. Have you noticed that? They have the money to give away, but they don't have the money to secure this nation. Of the 22 supporting this, guess what? Mitt Romney was one of them. Now, let me just expand here on Mitt Romney. Is it Was it his line of business was to buy failing companies? And then either fail them out for for a price or restore them. I think he put more down than he restored. So what if he saw the United States of America as a failing business? What would old Mitt be doing? Mitt's a globalist. These Republicans are globalists. Not the ones that I'm talking about here that voted against it. I don't want to believe that they are. Maybe I've got the deaf ears as well. Anyway, the vote we will soon take to provide military weapons for Ukraine is the most important vote we will ever take as the United States Senators. (laughs) That's Mitt Romney. Because it wasn't important when they impeached anybody. It wasn't important to impeach Mayorkas. He voted against that. He voted to impeach President Donald J. Trump. He goes on and defends it and says, we've got to prop up NATO, we've got to do this, we've got to do that, and it's for our safety. Well, so is securing our border. What if we had just half of that billion dollars? What would that do here? I think I just wrote a substack on that last week. However... Senator Lee, from Utah as well, does not agree with Mitt. Every senator has the chance tonight to vote no on this bill, and by doing so, vote to support governors, schools, hospitals, churches, playgrounds, clean streets, and safe neighborhoods in America. But you see, they don't choose America when they're voting in the Senate or the House. J.D. Vance was one of the filibusters. I really love this guy. I really do love J.D. Vance. J.D. Vance says, they did the most important thing. They got the $61 billion to Ukraine. It's shameful to conduct foreign policy through blank check writing to a never-ending war, and it is extra shameful to do it while ignoring the problems of our own nation, our own country. It doesn't stop there, though. I've got more to talk about on this inflation. Whose fault is it? And what about that Inflation Reduction Act? Whatever happened to that? Well, remember that number I said at the beginning? $428 billion? It's costing more than they originally thought. And why do you think that is? You might have a clue. Climate change. Yeah, climate change is causing it. Climate change is causing inflation. It is, that's the truth. But we'll get down to just exactly how what the road is to that path path is to that road. We'll be right back. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio.
1: Hello, I'm Mike
4: Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets, but up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I've finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else.
2: The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors. And like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling 1-800-978-6168 and use the promo code Bethann to get 30% off plus free shipping. For such a time as this, Queen Esther was put in place by God to save her people. You have that same obligation now. Will you humble yourselves and pray, ask forgiveness and trust in our God to heal our land and bring America home? And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Well, this came from... um... I think this was from uh, Life News, but I, I could be mistaken. I know that the one on the senators was. Um, the Inflation Reduction Act is actually costing more than they expected it to, $428 billion more. Now, that's a whole lot, a whole bunch in a gob. I mean, it was trillions of dollars on this Inflation Reduction Act. It says the total cost of this Inflation Reduction Act passed in 2022 has already been something of a mystery, except that the U.S. is definitely spending billions upon billions that Americans simply don't have. We don't have the money to send Ukraine and we don't have the money to send anywhere else, whether they're to our friends or our enemies, which, yes, we send money to our enemies. We don't have the money. But that doesn't seem to stop Congress and the Senate, the House and the Senate, from spending. And as I was being reminded by one of my listeners on Facebook, that every one of these senators will vote for the uh, continuing resolutions. You know, those omnibus bills. They'll, They'll continue to vote for those. They'll put on a show to take something else down, which doesn't go down. It ends up passing. Yeah, the Republicans, if they were smart, they would have just voted against this, even if they didn't want to vote against it, because they know it's going to get voted down, hopefully, again, in the House. And they would have looked good, but instead they looked bad. But going back to this Inflation Reduction Act... It is because of, it is because of global warming. It's because of climate change. Now you say, how is that? It says the cost of the Inflation Reduction Act's energy and climate provisions, because it really wasn't, it was really more about, um, a climate change act to provide money for that. But it says, is now expected, the climate provisions that they put in this act is now expected to be significantly higher than previously projected, at least partially because of greater than anticipated investments in climate-friendly technology. So, it says the Congressional Budget Office revised its projections this week. This was written on the 15th. Greatly increasing how much it believes the law's energy tax credit related provisions will cost. Their cra- tax credit relation, um, provisions. So in other words, if you buy a car that's an electric car, you got a tax reduction. So enough people did this that we got a lot of money to fork out. And they weren't, they, they didn't, uh, they weren't as optimistic on that, I guess. So they didn't provide enough money. So it's costing more money than they expected it to. Not only that, but the battery building places. So it says the fact that the original score was off by half a trillion dollars is equally jaw-dropping. The bill did nothing to address inflation, which is worse than expected and rising. And that's not jaw-dropping. Is it? That is insanity, the writer says. The United States national debt is currently $34 trillion. Social Security and Medicare aren't in the best of shape. America has sent billions of dollars to Ukraine, with Congress wanting to send billions more right now. We send billions to the Middle East. Many in Washington are eager to launch another war in Iran that would no doubt run up the debt in unimaginable heights. $428 billion might be chump change in Washington. But eventually, this spending is going to have to end. Inflation has already been one price. Americans have had to pay for these spending sprees. Ironically, in this case, for legislation that original promised to reduce inflation. Ironically, they never thought it was going to reduce inflation. They didn't read it, but they knew what was in it. Does that make sense to you? You see, nothing is an accident. They are plotting and planning everything against we the people. So, while we're thinking of climate change, while we're thinking of all these restrictions, while we're talking about what it's costing the American people, here comes an article from the... Uh, American Greatness staff, I don't know what that means. Do they have a staff that writes? I guess they wrote this article. And it's titled, This is Who to Thank for Higher Grocery Bills This Year. Farmers in the Western world are warning that the net zero movement will drive food prices higher and put smaller farmers out of business. Now, let me stomp right there. What do you think? How good is your production? How good is our nation's food supply going to be if it's all corporate farming? Even today, people that are picky about what they're eating, we're starting to realize that we're being fed poison. And as Mr. H will point out, that the food that we're getting is deficient in nutrients, in minerals. So the American people immune system is is not as good as it should be and some of these other doctors that I watch on these they they say go to the local go to your local farmer go to your local meat cutter to get your food and make sure that it's meat that is grass grown grass fed they say range chickens but even then the grass isn't that good is it according to some but those won't be there for all of you Americans that are going this direction with your health. Those people will not be there because of this net zero movement. A new report by the Buckeye Institute released earlier this month has concluded that so-called net zero climate control policies will cause the cost of food to skyrocket for American families. The report came from the Epic Times. Titled The Net Zero Climate Control Policies Will Fail the Farm. Predicts the farmers we will see, we will see costs rise by at least 34% this year. Now, if the farmers see the cost rise at 34% and they can't make a living, what do you think is going to happen? Those cost increases in turn will drive up the household grocery bill by more than $1,300 per year. For a typical American family of four, that's two children and a parent, a mom, a mom and a dad. The U.S. Department of Agriculture projects that food prices will continue to increase. With costs rising by at least 34% for farmers, the cost of complying to the net zero emissions policies will be passed on to the consumers, resulting in 15% increase in groceries. Where is the USDA protecting the farmer? Well, they're right in the net zero. That's where they're at. This is where the left is going, trying to get the net zero, says Ray Hederman. Executive Director of the Buckeye Institute Economic Research Center. We ought to get his guy on. The fact that the federal government printed too much money, you know, for that Inflation Reduction Act and for COVID, this is on top of that, and it is sustained increase, not a temporary fluctuation in food prices, because you're building higher baseline operating costs that are going to be permanent for farmers going forward. We'd always said they blame the farmers for the cost of bread when bread rises, when wheat goes up. But when wheat goes down, the farmer doesn't, he may, he doesn't get any more money, but the bread price never goes down. Why is that? It's not the farmer getting the money. I've been there. He goes on to talk about beef prices. I want to share this with you. It's it's really brief, but it's very, very important. You've got to understand the big picture. And the big picture is We're screaming, and D.C. has deaf ears. This is CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back.
4: Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark.
0: Looking for someone to educate and encourage your group? Invite Beth Ann and her Bring America Home message to your community or event. Call 573-796-2166 or email Rudy S at csctalkradio.com to invite Beth Ann to speak at your next event. Beth Ann has been behind the microphone for almost 30 years fighting to bring America home. She brings her unique perspective, drawing from her many life experiences and her love for God and country. As a young girl, her family moved from the big city to a small rural community where she would grow up, marry her husband, and together raise five sons. Along the way, she worked in factories, retail, sales, and medical clinic, and now lights up the airwaves on CSE Talk Radio. As the D.C. occupiers continue to drive our society into socialism and anarchy, the message to bring America home grows more crucial by the day. Beth Ann brings that message with contagious passion wherever she speaks. Schedule Beth Ann to speak to your group today by calling 573-796-2166.
2: And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I want to continue with this particular article about the inflation in our grocery bills. Beef prices have already increased and climate activists target beef production due to its high greenhouse gas emissions. Smaller farmers will be particularly affected by this net zero policies, leading to concentrations in food production among fewer producers. You know that's never good, right? There are concerns that banks will penalize farms that fail to comply with ESG criteria, including reducing emissions. Inflation remains high, with prices increasing by 3.1% since last year, indicating that the fight against inflation is ongoing The United States has committed to cutting greenhouse gas emissions and reaching net zero emissions by 2050. Europe's experience with net zero provisions serving as a warning as rising fertilizer costs have led to farmer protests and government reconsideration of climate mandates. Some climate activists see food alternatives such as synthetic meat, you know, in a Petri dish. As a solution to the challenges faced by by farmers, they also want you to eat bugs, by the way. And I'm sure if we started eating bugs, there would be a shortage of bugs, and we'd find out that bugs are doing something to the climate or the lack of bugs, so it needs to be people that are not here. Population control is what it's about, you know. This article doesn't say that. It's just with the facts here. The Buckeye Institute is a conservative, free-market, public-policy think tank based in Columbus, Ohio. It was founded in 1989 by economist Sam Staley and has a mission to advance free market public policy in the States. The Institute conducts research, complies data, I'm sorry, compiles data, and formulates free market policies and focuses on individual liberty. You don't hear people say that word too much, do you? Individual liberty, free enterprise, personal responsibility, and limited government. Climate change is a lie. It is a hoax to bring this world to that new order that Herbert Walker Bush wanted. The elites in Davos, when they meet, they want you under their control. And they can't do it as long as we stubborn Americans keep talking about liberty and sovereignty and our rights and our Bill of Rights and the Constitution. Us baskets of irredeemable deplorables are standing in their way of a global communist regime. So they've got... To get rid of us. That's what the invasion on our borders is all about. Destroying this nation. All these omnibus bills. All these continuing resolutions. All this money being spent for foreigners and not for the American people. This running up of the debt. Propping up the fiat dollar that's worth nothing. Is all about destroying not just humbling us, but destroying the United States of America. The cries for democracy. That's one of the articles in my that's one of the chapters in my I say articles chapters in my book. The wolves prefer the wolves cry for democracy. They don't want to restore the republic. They like what they got. Maybe we should put it before the people about term limits. Maybe we should put these omnibus bills before the people and see how they get, or will uh, will the votes get tallied in such a manner that goes against the vote of the people? Voter integrity. Election integrity, I should say. Tomorrow we're going to talk a little bit about Georgia. I've got a guest coming on. It could be interesting. (laughs) That's all I'm gonna say is it could be interesting because I got a feeling she and I are not on the same page. But it's good to talk to others once in a while like that. America, we the people need to understand we are the government. And right now, things have got turned inside, outside, upside down, and we're not the ones in charge, but we should be. I talked to you several years ago. I had, it's when I first started writing my monologues, and I turned it into an article. Just like Dorothy, we had the power all the time. When was the last time you read your Constitution? I know, it's not easy. It's not because it's a difficult reading. It's because it's boring. <laughs> it's not, it's boring as far as it doesn't have these exciting stories in it. It's just, it's telling you what it is. It's laying the facts out. It is a contract between us and the elected. They don't have the option of ignoring it. Unless we... Ignore them ignoring it. Our words, our cries, are falling on deaf ears in D.C. So it's time we turn this around. It's time we let them know, are you sending the letters? Are you making the phone calls? Are you running for office? Can you go be a counter for the elections? What can you do? Can you hold a prayer meeting? Or can you just open your home and let it be a prayer meeting? Let somebody else lead it and you can have the coffee. Have the coffee ready and the cookies. Make sure they're grass-fed cookies. (laughs) America, we're in trouble. But hope is not gone. Our Lord is still on the throne. He's not happy with us right now, but he still loves us. Can we be like that prodigal son coming home? Can we do that? Can we be like the founding fathers who planted the tree of liberty, knowing that they would not enjoy that shade? It was for the prosperity. It was for the posterity. Posterity. I get my words all screwed up. Posterity. Their children. Their grandchildren. Their great grandchildren. Their great 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 great. Hey, that's us. Grandchildren. What about your grandchildren? My grandchildren. My great grandchildren. Yes, I have them, and I'm proud of them. They're beautiful. It's not about going old, it's about a legacy. America's free legacy, the legacy of liberty is about to die because we have ignored the deaf ears in D.C. It's time, we shout it a little louder, to bring America home. home.
5: CSC Talk Radio's goal is to bring America home. That includes you and your business. Grow your business, grow common sense, and together we will bring America home. To be a part of CSC Talk Radio, call 573 796 2166. That's 573 796 2166. Or send an email to beth at csctalkradio.com. Do we lack enthusiasm and understanding of the word
0: liberty?